0: hello 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 and thank you again for tuning into this podcast it is your girl none other Monique Allen and I am back again with another podcast how is everyone doing I am doing all right (laughs) I just pray everyone is doing well and even if you're not doing well Lift your head, lift your head, find the greater things. It could be worse. I know it's already, I know it probably feels bad to you, but if I can encourage you that trouble does not last always and that God is a rewarder and God will restore and God will heal and God will set free. So it's just a matter of time. So do not determine the season that you're in as if this is the end all be all. You're just in the beginning stages. So don't get caught up in your season for right now. Just know that you are coming out. And that's one of the greatest things as a believer to know is that you would never be in a season for long. And that when you're in the kingdom of God... Your seasons, your seasons are there to build and restore you, and to take you to the next level. So, what greater thing, or what greater you know, opportunity it is to grow higher in God, right? So, the topic that I'm going to talk about, as I've seen, um, looking at my podcast, that a lot of my ratings are in parenting. So, to me, when I see things like that, that lets me know that. You guys want to hear more on that area and seeing, you know, my perspective or what do I think about it? You know, not saying that I am a theologian and I know how to speak. No, 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 no. But I will say these last few months. Um, or a year, I'll say the Lord has been teaching me something totally different that the world never taught, right? So if the Lord is teaching me this, then I believe it's my job to teach you too, right? Because we're trying to raise some kingdom kids. We're trying to raise the Lord's kids, right? To be who God has called them to be, right? So today's topic, we're going to just talk about is parenting, you know, like reminding us that it's not easy being a parent. Um, Nobody has the actual book. And when you do read that book, it's encouraging. But your child may not be that child that the book is talking about. So how do you perform off of what you read, even though it was encouraging and your child is not perceiving it the way you were supposed to have read it? Right. So I have a resource that will work on every child if we start learning who we are first in the kingdom. So I just want to take a second and I just want you to pat yourself on the back for a second. Just pat yourself on the back for a second and just say, I'm a good mom, I'm a good dad. I am a good mom, I am a good dad. And sometimes we need to speak those things because society in this world wants to always tell us the very opposite. And God has called us so many other things, not what the world has to offer or what our traumas or triggers or um, the way we were raised. You know, you are not who they say you are. You know, and the Lord has taught me so much within me that as I learn who I am, it's easier to train and teach my children. And I kind of wish that someone would have taught me this then. But obviously it was meant for today. Right. So I'm going to encourage you today that. Being a kingdom believer is so very important in God's kingdom and learning who you are. So one thing I've learned is that in God's kingdom and his government, it's like a citizenship. And my pastor definitely breaks this down so well. But I may not do good like he did it, but I'm gonna give you how he gave it to me. Well, gave it to us when we were in church. He said it's like Africa. And being in the United States and you taking that vow or that oath that you are no longer an African citizen, but you're now a United States citizen. And everything that you've learned from the African culture is no longer your culture. And you are now to learn this system, the way it works, the language, the culture, the things that we do. It's no no, no more of your, your original home. Is something totally different and you have to learn and you have to take an oath that you will not go back and you will be a forever citizen of the United States, right? So for those who didn't know that, isn't that pretty deep? Like, it's almost like signing your life over to a city. Like, I hope they take good care of me over here because I ain't never been here before. So I'm like, what in the world? But when he told me that's how it works, it's like, wow. And then they start to show them like this video and show them all of these things about this, you know, the culture and how it works and, you know, things to look out for and things that you should and should not do. Right. So it's just like the kingdom of God. That's it. You went from living in a worldly life, born into sin, seeing people coming up from you know, being brought up from your parents, you see your parents' side of the family, you see your father's side of the family, but God is like, that's not your generation. So, you you know, you may act or sound like certain people, but that's not who I've called you to be. So, if I call you a new creature, adopted into my kingdom, that means that old things are passed away, and now behold, old things become new, right? So if that's what it is, then why do we train our children about, oh, you act just like your, your great-grandmother, sisters, cousin, baby, sister, stepmom. And, it, and they live off of that. And that's the generation. And if you wonder why we have all these generational curses, because we keep living and manifesting these generations when God never intended those generational things to live, especially the bad ones. How many times have we seen a child raising up and they're acting and sounding just like somebody in the family and they acting, or or how many times have we ever heard, child, you act just like your daddy. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to act just like their daddy because you spoke that. You said that. And yes, they may act like it, but if it's not a good thing, you don't encourage that child to act nothing like it. Just for example, there's certain things that I know I've had habits on, and with me having these habits, I'm not going to t- tell my child that this is something that I did. I'm going to just show her, this is what you should not do. Because I don't want the generation to keep on going. I don't want the generation to keep on growing and, and, and manifesting itself. And then now she's doing it. Now her kids is doing it. Now it just keeps growing and growing and growing because nobody has broken that thing. So that's what you call these generational curses because nobody wants to identify who they really are. So my question is, who are you? Are you the generation that you were brought up in with your family? Or are you who God says you are, which you are a new creature and that old things are now passed away and behold, all things are come become new. You have a new citizenship. So why do you keep going to your old foreign land and... Talking about all of those worldly things that you came from. Your, your culture, how you were brought up, all of these things. When God is saying that is not who you are. That is not what I created you. I created you to accept my son Jesus, to understand my son. Why was my son here? Understanding that he died for you. Understanding that he gained and you he rose up with all power in his hand. To so make your life easier. To turn away from your wicked ways. You are not your mom. You are not your dad. You are not nook, nook, and buck, buck. You may act like him because nobody has broken that curse, but you don't live the curse that was something was brought up from them as you keep living off of that. God didn't call you for that. So what I'm trying to say is, in this season, we have to identify ourselves. We have to understand who we are. And once you start understanding who you are in God's kingdom as the citizen that you, are, that you are a part of now, because you can't revoke your license and revoke your citizenship because, you know, you just been feeling. No, dear, this is not a feeling. <laughs> this, is, this is a lifestyle. This is something that you took an oath in and said, you know, for God I live, for God I die. I am choosing to serve Christ. I'm choosing to serve God. That's an oath. So you can't keep dibbling and dabbling because the Bible says that you cannot be one foot in and one foot out because you, that's considered lukewarm and he will spit you out. I don't need God spit me out. I got, I need, I got. mm -mm. So what he does is he wants you to get to know him. How do you get to know God? By studying his word, understanding how he works, seeing what he likes, seeing what he don't like. And as you start to understand these things and these characteristics, it will be so much easier to teach your children the kingdom. So it's not about being deep anymore and all religious and all of these crazy things that they have told us. And you do this, you're going to have a car. You do this. That comes once you start learning who you are. Because once you start learning who you are, that's a benefit package. So it's just like a job. It's a full-time job. It's a full-time job. So, if this is a full time job and the job requires benefits after a certain time, it's just like that in a kingdom. It's just a matter of time where you're going to receive those benefits, the benefit package. And the benefit package has power. You can decree a thing and it'll be established onto you. Like it's lit. (laughs) It's lit because you studied yourself to be approved as to be a citizen in the kingdom and you're not able to be trusted. Now he's giving you people to pray for because now you're able to be trusted. And now there's power in your tongues. And now there's power in when you talk and when you walk because now you, you require the benefit package because you was full time in this. You see what I'm saying? So it's not that hard. It's just understanding the concept of being in the kingdom. So once you understand this, now it's your job to do this. So here it is. Now we're going into our children. The Lord said, if you start looking at your children... As if these are my kids. You would treat them differently. And I had to sit back and think about that. And I was like, wow, that is so true. That is so true. I want to just give you a vision of that. If God knocking on your door, God, God, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, God, the Almighty, <laughs> the Almighty, bringing his kids to you and knocking on your door and asking you hey you mind watching them till about 21 and you say yeah come on come on you're not gonna know how to train them up you're not gonna know how to teach them you're not gonna know none of that stuff you're not gonna know how do you raise a king do you know how do you raise a queen do you know a prince a princess how do you raise one how you don't know So what do you do? You have to keep going to the head, which is God, and asking them, what do they need? How do I handle? What should I say? What should I do? And he will lead your footsteps and show you how to do it. He'll show you how to do it. (laughs) He'll show you how to be slow to speak and quick to listen to them. He'll show you how to give them wisdom. He'll show you how to talk to them and not always yell at them all the time. And even when you do yell at them, even he'll give you grace some days and say, "Nope." She needed that. She needed that. She all right. She'll be all right. But he still wants us to operate in self-control. So then, you know, now that I see, I heard him say that to me, now I'm looking at my kids different. And I'm like, y'all the Lord's kids. Because every time I had them, I always gave them back to the Lord. I say, Lord, these are your children. I'm giving them back to you. And I want you to get the glory out of them. So I just pray that you show me how to handle these children so that way when they get old, they do not depart from you. So I knew how to pray that prayer, but I didn't know how to operate that thing, right? So now that he's given me the analogy of understanding that these are my children because you've given them to me, then let me lead and take a full ownership in this area so that way you won't lack in your parenting at all. Because I'm so hard on myself, y'all, because I want to get this thing right. I don't want my kids to grow up and say, well, you didn't do and you should have could or would have. I don't got time for that. I'm here. What do you need? <laughs> I'm here. You know, the Lord has blessed me so that way I can, y'all can be in my life and I can train y'all. So it's a privilege to be your mom. And yes, y'all get on my last nerves. My kids are not perfect. They are the same kids that we all have. Yes, and nothing special, but they're special to God. So our job is. Is to be special to them. Special to them. See them as royal priests Because that's what God calls us. You're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You're a peculiar people. You're the generation. So if you are walking into these things. And you're allowing the word of God to live and through you. And and have everything that it needs to keep this kingdom going because he needs a body, then you teaching your children that I'm telling you, they're gonna understand it and they're gonna do it. My daughter, she can come on this lot on this podcast right now and she will tell you about the kingdom. She will tell you. Genesis one twenty six mine says we have dominion and power. So um certain things is not gonna bother me like it used to, because I know who my birth I know who I am and I know my birthright in the kingdom. I remember one night she told me, um, she was like, mom, um, I had to use the bathroom one night and it was dark and I kept hearing, um, all these weird you know voices like oh um something was gonna get me something is in the kitchen and she was like I knew that was the enemy trying to mess with my mind tell me something this is my daughter she's eight and she goes but you know what I did she said I walked in that kitchen and I told him you ain't got power over me that is not real so in the name of Jesus you are not gonna be talking to me and she said she kept saying not real not real I have dominion over that too you can't scare me you don't got power over me what she's eight learning her kingdom birthright this is her citizenship too she's in this kind of government this ain't had nothing to do with a nug-nug bug bug or her acting like cousin tate no we talking about kingdom this is her generation and if she start building her generation off of this then could you imagine what her children gonna be looking like this is the original this is why god originally wanted us to be here is that to allow his kingdom come be here on earth as it is in heaven. And we so quick to say that prayer, but we don't understand that's what that means. I need people keep saying I can't wait to go to heaven more. All of this can be passed over. No, 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 no. Thy kingdom come. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You just don't know who you are. And you haven't activated that true power that God already has in store for you because you stopped at one point or it got too heavy at one point. Or you got caught up in this world at one point. When you start understanding God's word, you will not even have a taste for this world no more. It will start to look disgusting and you will start to feel bad. And you will start going to God and be like, Lord, what can I do to help this to help the kingdom? What, what can I do? What can I do to help the kingdom? Because you're gonna start feeling so sorry for it. But you know one thing I will say. Is just because you asked, he's going to position you to help so many people in the kingdom. Because that's what we are. We're bodies. So yes, I'm talking about parenting, but this has a lot to do with parenting. Knowing who you are. Who are you? And if you don't know who you are, you read what God says you are. That's a start. What does God say you are? And then you start to stand and live on that and you get some scriptures and you write them down. And not just write them down just to say you deep and you got some word on you. But to make it a lifestyle. Aren't you tired of being in this United States citizenship? Because it ain't, it ain't doing much. <laughs> they failing a lot of people. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to lose. But taking it back to the original moment that God created the heavens and the earth. The beginning. On why you are here Why am I here I know you had moments in your life Where you were like God <laughs> I know what's more to me than this right here And if you haven't said it I've said it many a times I know it has to be more to me Than this right here So if I'm doing something To hinder my walk With you Then I ask you to expose it and show. Me. Sometimes you have to really target it Just like that and expose it so I can be a better vessel for you. And not just for you, but for, the ch- for my children. And they can have a lifestyle that's devoted to you. That's how you start this generation. That's how you do it. So I challenge you, get to know God so your children won't lack. And then by you having a strong prayer life, there's a lot of things that your children is not going to even have to endure because of your prayers. Because of your prayers. Your prayers. Because now you're that's that benefit package I was talking about. The benefit package. Power. (laughs) He said, I'm giving you power and dominion over everything. How do you get that? Spending time with him. Understanding who you are. Accepting who you are and walking it out. Even when sickness hits you. That's a spirit of infirmity. It ain't yours. How can God use a body if it's sick? But as soon as you accept the sickness, accept the disease, then it manifests itself. You don't believe me? Why is it that every time somebody gets cancer and they find out, that's when it gets worse? Somebody could have had cancer for the last couple of months and they know what was wrong with them. But as soon as they go to the doctors and they figure it out and hear it, that's when everything starts to go down. That's when all kind of stuff start happening, right? because you manifested it. It's because it, you allowed it to just accept itself into the body and take full effect. Now, I want you guys to hear me with wisdom. Don't hear me and try to overanalyze anything. Just understand, I'm just talking about the kingdom and the power and that you already have inside of you. And all we have to do is activate it. When you activate it, life will not be this hard as society is trying to teach us. We have allowed our gods to be the world and look at how it's failing us 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 us. so i just want to say i encourage you today you're a phenomenal parent in those moments you don't know what to do with your children (laughs) start praying Do like the old days. Get on your knees. Hallelujah. And you start praying for them. Start getting you a prayer life. Find you a place that's real secret in your home. It could be your closet. It could be your bathroom. It could be you standing in the shower. But find that secret place. It could be your car. It do not have to be the house. It could be your car. But find that quiet place where nobody can find you. And you spend time with God and you ask him, who am I? And how do I get my citizenship into this kingdom so that way my children don't lack and I don't lack and I can walk into the fullness thereof? See, a lot of people and ministers and preachers don't talk about these things because they want to keep people coming to church. But once you understand your citizenship in the kingdom, you talk about houses and lands, that's the benefit package. All you gotta do is tell the Lord, all right, Lord, I'm ready for this house, and if I'm not ready, position me mentally, physically, so that way I can have the proper finances to get this thing in order. Da, da, da. And God, like, okay, she want the house, okay, Lord, she lacking in finances, she don't know how to manage her money, okay, so now we got work to do. All right, I heard you. All right, I need you to um, yep, allow my daughter to get her my her finances together and get her something else so she can get this house right here. And then you going through us, uh, um, what what one of the fruits of the spirit is long suffering. But your long-suffering is not you suffering because you did something bad. It's your long-suffering because now he's preparing you how to get ready for the house you're asking for. You see what I'm saying? Your kingdom birthright. The benefit package. (laughs) Yes, the benefit package. A lot of us are wondering, why I'm not rich? Why I don't got what I got? Because you think that shouting 15 times around around a corner in the church and flipping underneath the pews... Because somebody said that was somebody's car, that was your man. That's that's religion. If you don't if your heart is not right, and you fight you don't even know how to manage money, why would God bless you with that? With that big old house. Why would he do it? If his name is on and you're gonna say, I thank the Lord, and you're not even financially stable to understand how to manage that house, why would God, God won't? He's not gonna, he's a he's a God of decency and in order. He's a God of order and completion, so that's why it's so much. It's time to come out of religion and understand your kingdom birthright of who you really are. The house is yours. The car is yours. The job, the business, it's yours. But if you really want to learn how to operate in a multi-million, billion-dollar company, and you have that beautiful home, start understanding your kingship. That's it. Monique, how does this tie into parenting? Because as you continue to learn who you are, you can be a good parent. Because he'll speak to you on how to speak to that child. He'll kill, he won't just say, Well, this child is so bad. None of God's children is bad. They must be going through something. Ask God to show you the root of what's going on. Show me, get me to the root of what's going on so I can love my baby for real. For those who have rebellious kids and you can't understand, why do they keep disrespecting me? Ask God to show you how to get to the root of it. But you got to have a prayer life. You got to understand who you are. You got to understand that your prayers will work and your prayers do count. But if you ain't praying, how do you expect your child to be made whole? How How do you expect them to expose what's really going on? So learn who you are in God's kingdom. And I promise you, the way you even talk and train your children is going to be something totally different. But it starts with the parents first. So today, this podcast is about the parents. It's about us. I'm a parent. It's about us. Constantly staying in God's face. And for the people who say things like, I love my kids all the same. Don't say that no more. Because every kid don't need the same love. And that could be another reason why that child is feeling the way it feels. Because you're trying to give them the same love you gave Chris. And Chris don't need love like that. Well, um, My daughter, she, she loves attention and just being up under me. And love and affection and words of encouragement. My son, he don't want to talk. He just want to be up under me. And that's enough for him. But if I gave him the same love language as I gave my daughter, he'd be overwhelmed and aggravated and not want to be around me no more. And then I'd be frustrated, wondering, dang, why is my son acting like that? (laughs) Right? It's because you're trying to put that love on that child when that child does not need that type of love. So you do not love all your kids the same. It's not healthy. Don't do that. Come out of the worldly system. Because God will show you that. God will show you how to love your child, each and every one of them, because they're different. They're different in their own way. So I encourage you that as you learn, you get excited because these are some gems. Write them down. These are some gems. These are some really, really good things that we need to, we, not just you, we all together as a whole need to hold on to because our children are the next generation. (laughs) And we don't got time for our babies to be getting shot and killed because they don't know who they are. It starts with us. So I just want to pray for us and pray for our children. And I'm not gonna stay on here long. But I love you guys. And I wanna see us prosper and I wanna see us do it the right way this time. Cut out religion, cut out the church, cut out anything you dive in, you get to know God for real. And then you go and duplicate that in someone someone else. So we can change the world for real. It's time for a change. It's time to bring God's kingdom back. His kingdom is still going to reign anyway. But why not use a body like you? To help change the world and be devoted for real. Withholding nothing. The Bible says that he made us excuseless. So we will not even have an excuse even if we tried. It's just finding time and praying and reading That's it. So I'm not going to keep you long, but I just wanted to encourage you. You're a good mom. You're a good dad. I know it's been hard, but as you do it this way, it won't be as hard because you know what you'll do? You'll cast your cares on him, on the Lord, because he cares for those babies. So some days I just tell my, I tell the Lord, "Mm -mm." especially if if it's that time of the month. Oh, Jesus, help us, Lord. Y'all, ladies, y'all, y'all, Ladies. Okay, long, long as y'all know, long long we ain't not, we not here to be hanky panky and pity pat. No, bang, no, 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 no. We ain't doing that. We speaking the truth. When it's that time of the month, and we're having that hormonal imbalance going on, and we feel like we can't do what we're supposed to do, so we're very either ragey or very emotional. <laughs> yeah, it's those moments like that. But God will show you what to do. He will show you what to do. With each child. So I just want to touch and agree with you. And let you know that you're doing a phenomenal job. And if you didn't get it right then. Get back up and try it again. That's it. Get back up and try it again. (laughs) Oh I didn't do it this way. Okay get back up and try it again. It's not too late. You're still in the land of the living. It's not too late. (laughs) You're still here. So I want to pray with you. And allow us to think and hear these things in a different perspective. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I want to just say thank you, Lord God, for the person that's listening to this podcast. Thank you, Father God, that you are now ordering their steps and giving them a clean heart and renewing the right spirit in them. Thank you, Lord God, that you're going to give them divine wisdom to see their children differently because these are royal priesthoods. These are peculiar peoples and these are heads and not the tails. So when we see them as you see them, Father God, in your kingdom, Lord God, we're not going to just talk to them any old kind of way. We're not going to treat them any old kind of way. We're not going to respond to them in any old kind of way. But we're going to continue to operate out of love. And if we're not strong enough, Lord God, we know that we're going to walk away and get a second and then go to them when the time is right. There's a time and a place for everything, Father God. So I thank you for showing us how to operate out of self-control. I thank you for showing us how to lay down the burdens, Lord God, when sometimes we feel like these loads try to carry us a little too heavy. That we can just cast our cares on you and just lean and lay it and leave it on the altar for you, Lord God. And as we leave it on the altar, you bring it back, Lord God, with a special gift that has the proper instructions on how to move and go about it, Lord God. So I just thank you, Lord God. Forgive us of our sins, Lord God. If we have done anything that was outside of your will that could hinder our walk, our talk, or anything that has hindered us, Lord God, we ask that you forgive us and we repent of our ways, Lord God. We want you to be glorified and we want you to get the glory, Lord God. Cover our children on every side. Cover them from every dangerous scene and unseen. Cover them from all of these trending TikTok situations. It's okay to do TikTok, but allow it to not consume them to make them feel like this is who they are. No. You're just dancing just to have fun, but that is not who you are in the name of Jesus. And we will continue to redirect them. We don't have to be so overbearing, but we will just operate out of self control and with wisdom with them, Lord God, and allow them to see who they are as we are all growing into who we are, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for even giving us children, Lord God, which shows that you have appointed us to be the parents that you want us to be, Lord God. So thank you for allowing us to have our children, Lord God, even though ones that are challenging lord god those be the ones that you actually use even the more greater for your kingdom you'd make them high priests in the name of jesus so allow them to not get caught up with the child that may be a little more rebellious than the other one because those are the ones that you actually use lord god so give them wisdom on how to treat and train up that child in the way that he should go. And even if they don't want to respond in the way that they need to respond, just show love in the name of Jesus. Just show love to that baby. Allow them to just show love to that child. Even though he could be talking crazy, knacking crazy, one thing they cannot deny is love in the name of Jesus. And that a gentle... Um, word would turn away wrath in the name of Jesus. So I just thank you, Lord God, that things are turning around in the households, that things are turning around in the marriages, that now things are turning around in our lives because now we're learning our kingdom birthright to that benefit package, Lord God, that we're not living off a of religion, religion no more, but we're going to live off a of relationship, Lord God. Old things are passed away and now behold, old things become new. So I thank you, Lord God, for ordering our steps. I thank you, for, God, Lord God, for Setting the captives free, I thank you, Lord God, for for um, restoring them, Lord God, and I thank you, Lord God, for creating in them a clean heart and renewing the right spirit in them now to keep on keeping on. Trouble does not last away, and you have restored now, God. So I pray that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will continue to rest, root, and abide over their lives and over their households and over their children, Lord God, that you will continue to flow freely through their children and flow freely through them, Lord God. That they would even learn how to respond to people in their jobs, Lord God, and not in a way where they want to buck at them, Lord God, but in a way that they will love even the ones at their job because they will start seeing it how you see it. Are they hurting? Why are they so ragey? Um why are they so disrespectful it could be something that's deeper lord god so allow them to be a gentle giants in the spirit gentle to people but a giant because you are a prayer warrior in the spirit realm so i thank you father god for ordering their steps and i thank you lord god that it is already done so we give your name all the glory all the honor and all the praise and that is in jesus name we pray amen and amen y'all have a good day i love y'all so much oh my goodness i can't wait to to the testimony if you want to get one and i'm just excited because i know that that was a shift and that just did something and guess what if you don't have children take these gems down because this is now getting you ready to be a parent that god already originally wanted you to be amen so get ready get ready you want to be a mom get ready you want to be a dad get ready it's exciting oh my god this is so exciting so i love y'all so much continue to keep your head up continue to stay in god's word and continue to encourage others and if you don't have nothing nice to say don't say it at all because now you are a citizen in this kingdom and now you have people that are watching you and you are a leader so now we got work to do not just you but we got work to do so i love you my sister and i love you my brother see you next week bye